Good evening. This is All India Radio and I am Valsa Williams with the news at 9. The headlines. Government's target to make India a 5 trillion dollar economy by 2024-25 is based on a proper plan, says Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman. Center says Lok Sabha that the railways will not be privatized. India and Pakistan to hold next meeting on Kartarpur corridor on Sunday. Incessant rain claims 17 lives in Nepal. In table tennis, Indian pair of G. Satyan and Anthony Amalraj win bronze at the World Tour Platinum Australian Open. And in Wimbledon, Novak Djokovic enters men's singles final, defeating Roberto Bautista Agut. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman has said the government's target to make India a $5 trillion economy by 2024-25 is based on a proper plan. Replying to the budget discussion in the Rajya Sabha, Ms. Sitaraman listed out several measures proposed in the union budget in this direction. She said the big picture presented in this budget is backed with a plan to increase investment without compromising on the fiscal consolidation roadmap. She said the budget shows the government's commitment to boost investment in agriculture, social and health sectors. The government's firm commitment to substantially boost investment in agriculture, social sectors, particularly in education and health. Keeping the fiscal deficit at 3.3% of the GDP as against 3.4% which was envisaged in the interim budget of 2019-20. The minister highlighted several measures taken by the Center for the Welfare of Farmers, saying the steps of the NDA government for agriculture are focused not just on a single scheme, but on the recovery of the sector as a whole. Expressing our concern about the farmers, it is important to note that the government has expanded the cash transfer scheme under the PM Kisan, providing an income support of 6,000 rupees per farmer per year. And this is now extended to all farmers, whilst earlier we had suggested that this will be applicable only for farmers with two hectare land or lower. Rejecting opposition criticism with regard to the government's estimations of different sectors, the minister asserted that every projection mentioned in the budget is realistic. She also said there is no cut in fund allocations for SCs, STs, women and MG Narega and housing. In fact, they have been increased. The finance minister said inflation has been kept under check and the NPA's issue is being comprehensively dealt with. The centre today assured that the railways will not be privatised. The assurance was given by Minister for Railways Piyush Goyal while replying to a debate on demands for grants under the control of his ministry in the Lok Sabha today. Mr. Goyal said the government has accorded high priority to the safety of railway passengers. The minister said the government has allocated over 5,640 crore rupees for passenger safety for this year as against over 2,100 crore rupees in 2009. Later, the Lok Sabha passed the demands for grants under the control of the Ministry of Railways for 2019-20. Women and Child Development Minister Smriti Irani has said a scheme for setting up fast-track special courts for expeditious trial and disposal of rape cases has been formulated by the Ministry of Law and Justice. 
In a written reply in the Lok Sabha, Meiji Rani said, the Empowered Committee of Officers under Nirbhaya Fund has appraised the project for setting up of 1,023 fast-track special courts to dispose of cases pending trial for rape and POXO Act across the country. The project has a total financial implication of over 767 crore rupees. The Supreme Court has directed Karnataka Assembly Speaker K.R. Ramesh Kumar to maintain status quo as on today with regard to resignation and disqualification of 10 rebel MLAs. The matter would be heard again on Tuesday, the 16th of July. The Apex Court asked whether the Speaker had the power to challenge its order while hearing a plea moved by the Speaker against the top court order asking him to take a decision on the resignation of 10 rebel MLAs yesterday. A bench headed by Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi concluded hearing on a bunch of pleas moved by the Speaker and the Rebel Congress and JDS MLAs. The MLAs told the bench that the Speaker had not taken a call on their decision to step down, adding that he had no immunity with regard to the acceptance of the resignations. However, the Council appearing for the Karnataka Assembly Speaker said he was constitutionally obligated to decide on a plea for disqualification of the Rebel MLAs. Meanwhile, Karnataka Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy has said he is ready to face the trust vote and ask the Speaker to fix a date for the same. The coalition government is facing a crisis after 13 Congress and 3 JDS MLAs resigned and 2 independents shifted loyalties to BJP. More from our correspondent. BJP has moved its legislators to a resort near Bengaluru to prevent any poaching. BJP State President Yadirappa said legislators will be brought back directly to the Legislative Assembly on Monday, saying the Supreme Court ruling today has brought relief to the rebel MLAs. He said BJP is confident of having majority in the House. He also said that they will wait for Supreme Court proceedings on Tuesday. Meanwhile, the three rebel MLAs who were given time today by the Speaker for personal hearing did not appear before him. Sudhindra, AIR News, Bengaluru. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. In Assam, three persons have lost their lives due to flood and landslide at Golaghat and Dima Hassau districts in the last 24 hours. Nearly, nearly 9 lakh people are affected in the recent wave of flood in these 21 districts. NDRF and SDRF teams have been pressed into service in the flood-affected areas for search and rescue operations. Presently, 68 relief camps are operational with over 7,000 inmates. Assam Water Resource Minister Keshab Mohanta visited flood-hit Morigao district today. Train communication between Lumding and Silchar remains cut off due to landslide in rail track in the Mahasau district today. In Bihar, normal life has been badly affected in several parts of the state due to very heavy rainfall for the past 24 hours. Western, northern and eastern parts of the state are receiving heavy to very heavy rainfall. Maximum 36 centimeters rainfall was registered in Lalbagiaghat in Dhaka subdivision in East Champaran district. Several places received very heavy rainfall ranging from 22 to 31 centimeters in East Champaran, Shohar and Kishanganj districts. Due to continuous rainfall in catchment areas in Nepal, rivers like Gandak, Budhi Gandak, Bagmati and Kosi are in spate and cross the danger mark at several places, a report.
All major rivers are showing rising trends in the state. A pontoon bridge was swept away in Katra block in Mujafarpur district. Large scale erosion started due to heavy current of Bagmati river at several places. Classes has been suspended in all schools and educational institutions in East Champaran district till tomorrow. In Sitamadi, three people killed in a rain-related incident in Benipur village. Dharmendra Kumar Rai, AIR News, Patna. Meanwhile, Chief Minister Nitish Kumar today reviewed the situation of flood and rainfall in the state. In Nepal, at least 17 persons have been killed and six others are missing due to incessant rains. Our correspondent reports that normal life has been affected in various parts of the country due to flood and landslides triggered by continuous rain. 17 persons killed and 7 others injured due to continuous rain in various parts of Nepal since yesterday. Security personnel carrying out rescue and relief work in the affected areas. Prime Minister K.P. Sharma Oli has expressed deep condolences to the bereaved families. According to the Meteorological Forecasting Division of Nepal, widespread rain is likely to continue in the country. Flood forecasting section has predicted rise of water levels in various rivers and their tributaries causing inundation in lower parts of the country. Rajkumar, AIR News, Kathmandu. The first train carrying 2.5 million litres of water from Dolarpet in Vellore district reached Chennai this afternoon. The special train with 50 wagons unloaded the water at Vilivakkam in Chennai from where it has been taken through pipelines to the pumping station of Metro Water for distribution in the city. Railway authorities told AIR News one more rake with 50 wagons has been mobilised to augment the water supply in Chennai. The state local administration minister S.P. Velumani has said it is being planned to bring 10 million litres of water every day from Jolarpet. Chennai is facing severe water shortage following drought for two consecutive years. It led to the major water bodies that cater to the city needs going bone dry. After the hugely popular public bicycle sharing system launched by Navi Mumbai Municipal Corporation in November last year, the civic body has now introduced rental services for electric bikes. Here is a report from Mumbai. Navi Mumbai Municipal Corporation has taken a lead in promoting e-vehicles in Maharashtra by launching the e-bike rental scheme. To start with, the corporation has got 35 e-bikes that will remain parked across 7 locations in Belapur and 5 in Nerul. To hire an e-bike, one has to simply download an app on their mobile phones called as Yulu and scan the code. An upfront payment of 10 rupees has to be made to start the e-bike and thereafter 10 rupees will be charged for every 10 minutes of the ride. We spoke to the municipal commissioner of of Navi Mumbai, Dr. N. Ramaswamy. We have introduced these cycles in the societies also. So without spending much uh, money, the, the entire Navi Mumbai is using this uh, bicycle both for health benefits as well as for uh, local commuting. Being the first municipal corporation in Maharashtra to launch such a service, Navi Mumbai Municipal Corporation hopes to cut down on its carbon footprint drastically by encouraging people to use e-bikes at least for a shorter distance. Kunal Shinde, AIR News, Mumbai. In Odisha, lakhs of devotees from across the country and abroad converged in Puri to witness Bahuda Yatra, the homecoming of the Holy Trinity, from Gundicha Temple to Sri Mandir on their respective chariots today. On the auspicious day of Bahuda Yatra, the three sibling deities, Lord Balabhadra, Lord Jagannath and Devi Subhadra, wrap up their annual nine-day sojourn to Sri Gundicha Temple, their birthplace, and return to Sri Mandir, riding their three majestic wooden chariots. The three chariots have reached in front of Sri Mandir without any hurdle.
tomorrow there will be sunavesha in which lord jagannath lord balabhadra and devi subhadra will be adorned with gold jewelry the next meeting on kartarpur corridor will be held between india and pakistan this sunday the meeting will take place at the wagha border to discuss the modalities of the kartarpur corridor and related technical issues Sources said in New Delhi that India has high expectations from the upcoming meeting and hoped that issues like connectivity at the zero point and visit of large number of pilgrims on special occasions will be discussed thoroughly. They said the construction works at the site of the passenger terminal complex at Dera Baba Nanak Punjab for Kartarpur Sahib is on in full swing. The work has been planned to be completed by the 31st of October before the commemoration of the 550th birth anniversary of Sri Guru Nanak Dev Ji in November 2019. Domestic equity benchmarks Sensex and Nifty today ended with losses after a highly volatile session. The rupee also depreciated 25 paise against the US currency. A report. Benchmark domestic indices today logged losses even as cues from global markets were positive. Sensex at the Bombay Stock Exchange lost 87 points or 0.22% to trade at 38736. The Nifty at the National Stock Exchange also fell 30 points or 0.26% to trade at 11553. At the foreign exchange market, the rupee also weakened 25 paise to 68 rupees and 69 paise against the US dollar in late afternoon deals. And Brent crude prices were trading around 66 dollars and 80 cents per barrel. in intraday trade this is arjun choudhry with iir news in table tennis the indian pair of g satyan and anthony amalraj won the bronze at the world tour platinum australian open after they went down 12 14 9 11 to top seed korean pair of jeong yong sik and lee sang soo in geelong near melbourne today this was india's first ever medal in the australian open which is a platinum event in wimbledon tennis Defending champion Novak Djokovic reached the men's singles final with a four-set victory over Roberto Bautista Agut. The Serb beat Spain's Bautista Agut 6-2-4-6-6-3-6-2 to reach his 25th Grand Slam final. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Government's target to make India a $5 trillion economy by 2024-25 is based on a proper plan. says finance minister nirmala sitaraman center shows lok sabha that the railways will not be privatized india and pakistan to hold next meeting on kartarpur corridor on sunday incessant rain claims 17 lives in nepal in table tennis indian pair of g satyan and antony amalraj win bronze at the world tour platinum australian open and in wimbledon Novak Djokovic enters men's singles final defeating Roberto Bautista Agut and that is all in the news at 9 good night <laughs>